Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to look at Samson, Israel's 12th and final judge. A few days ago I said Israel had six judges. Actually, they had 12. It's just that six of them, we have no idea really anything about them except their name. They're just mentioned very quickly in passing. The other six we have more information from the book of Judges about, and Samson is the 12th and final. Samson is somebody who encapsulates the up-and-downness of Israel's relationship with God. And we'll see that over the next couple of days as we tell his story. Today, I'm going to start in chapter 13 of Judges, verse 1 and following. And the people of Israel did, again, what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord gave them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. There was a certain man of Zorah of the tribe of Danites, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and had no children. An angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold, you are barren. You have not borne children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Therefore, be careful and drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. No razor shall come up on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. He shall begin to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, A man of God came to me, and his appearance was like the appearance of an angel of God. Very awesome. I did not ask him where he came from. He did not tell me his name, but he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. So then drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. And then this chapter goes on to talk about how this is all fulfilled. Uh, Manoah, the husband, ends up having a conversation with the angel of God, and it moves forward from there. There are a few things that should jump out, out at us from this text. First of all, do you recognize the, behold, you are barren and you have not bored children, but you should bear a son. There's there's one specific person in the Old Testament who this reminds us of, that's Sarah. And so just like Samson was given to a barren mother, parents who hadn't had a child, Isaac was given to Sarah. And Isaac is Abraham's son. Abraham is the father of God's chosen people, the Israelites. So just like Samson is born to a barren mother, the nation of Israel, the people of Israel are born to a barren mother. Also, like Israel, Samson is given strict rules to live by. He's called to be a Nazarite. He needs to never cut his hair. He needs to never touch a dead body, and he needs to never touch anything from the vine. By the way, spoiler alert, he's going to fail at every one of these things, and God is still going to use him. Doesn't that remind you of Israel? Because Israel is given specific rules to live by, the Ten Commandments and all the Levitical laws, and they fail at them over and over, and God still uses the people of Israel. Just like the people of Israel, Samson is distracted and seduced by foreigners. Now, this isn't about racial foreigners or anything that would prick our sensitivities these days as we have some of these things being talked about in our culture, but this is about being seduced by people who follow other gods. Samson is seduced by women who follow other gods. The people of Israel are seduced by 
other gods themselves and the people in the land. And there's always this cycle of being unfaithful to God and following other gods and, and being seduced and led astray. Samson and Israel have that in common as well. Just like Israel, Samson is unfaithful and God still uses them. There's also a sense in which Samson prefigures Jesus Christ. It says uh, in verse 5 that he shall begin to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. So in other words, the Philistines have been oppressing the Israelites for 40 years. And God actually allowed that to happen because of the Israelites' unfaithfulness. That's this cycle that we've talked about in Judges where you've got the Israelites falling into sin and then God punishes and disciplines them, usually by giving them over to their enemies. And then it gets so bad that they finally repent. They cry out to God and he restores them. And then there's a time of peace. Pretty soon they follow back into this cycle of sin. And then the cycle goes down and down and down. Well, here he's raising up Samson, just like he did other judges, to begin to save Israel from the hand of their current enemy. This time it's the Philistines. Well, this is a prefiguring of Jesus Christ because Jesus is ultimately going to come to provide our ultimate solution, our ultimate salvation from our ultimate enemy, Satan himself, and the sin and death and destruction that he brings to our lives from the inside and from the outside. So what do we do with Samson? Well, we're going to talk about him for a couple more days, and the stories are fascinating. Uh, The Sight and Sound Theater down in Branson, Missouri, did a play about them. I think you can look it up online. You might have to pay to watch it, but it's phenomenal. We went to it last year as a family. And Satan is, or Samson is this mixed bag. Uh, there's moments of brilliance, but for the most part, he's unfaithful and godless. The very end of his life, he displays an act of faith. And that act of faith causes the writer of Hebrews in the New Testament to put Samson in the hall of faith. Somebody asked me, do you think Samson will be in heaven someday? Well, that's not me or mine to judge. I don't know. But Paul seems to think that his faith was credited to him as righteousness, and so that might be good enough for me. Anyway, stick with us for the next few days and be encouraged that even somebody whose life is as messed up as Samson's, while that's not a great design to follow, it's not a great model to follow, God is still in the business of using broken and flawed people for his name's sake. Stick with us, and we'll talk more about that the next couple days. Lord, thank you for Samson. Thank you for using unorthodox and unfaithful people to do your work. It it shows to an even greater degree your faithfulness and your commitment. And by Samson, you helped move the people of Israel forward to the point where they would bring us Jesus Christ. You would bring us Jesus Christ through them. We're thankful for that. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m., in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, 
cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.